Welcome to Making Sense Out of Autism. This podcast will explore opportunities for people with autism. Your hosts are Pat Miller and Pam Katu. Welcome to Making Sense Out of Autism. I'm Pam Katuth. I'm Pat Miller. And we are the co-owners of Beloved Bath, a candle and bath product company. And we have a mission of meaningful employment for people with autism. We started the company so that our own teenage sons would have jobs when they turn 21, when they graduate from school, and also to employ other people with autism. And we work with Beautiful Sense. And as autism moms, we try to make sense out of autism. So welcome. We're glad that you're here with us. And uh, we decided to do a little 2020 year in review and talk about our year as um, entrepreneurs and as autism moms. There's been a a lot of overlap and uh, interweaving of both this year, especially because the lines between uh, work and home have certainly uh, blurred a lot. So we thought we'd take you through some highlights and lowlights and our takeaways uh, being autism moms and how the dreaded word that we really try not to say, COVID, has impacted us. It's been a crazy year, right, Pat? It sure has. (laughs) Definitely uh, in the beginning of the year did not expect what, uh, what happened at all. I think we started our year on a really good high with a lot of plans for our company. Yeah, and I think one of the turns that COVID has uh, sort of put us through is having to juggle virtual learning and run a business in our, you know, busiest time of year, which is the last quarter of the year. So um, I think one of the hardest things that Pam and I have had to sort of work through is how do we do that? How do we juggle all of those needs of having Justin and John learn virtually and have half days or have school every other week? and still be able to um, run a successful business. And so um, it's been a lot of creative measures, um, working on weekends and uh, at home and in some of our employees' homes more so than ever before. But we are thankful and grateful that our customers continue to support our mission and that uh, this quarter, which is usually our busiest quarter, has not disappointed. And we are yet above last year in our and for that, we are so very grateful. Yeah, so we, we end on a high, um, <laughs> and we started on a high, and um, I was talking with one of our uh, wholesale customers, and I, I said, you know, my my day starts out with uh, fresh blueberries and yogurt in the morning, and then devolves into Cheetos and a pint of ice cream by the evening, <laughs> And uh, then when my head hits the pillow, I make plans for, uh, you know, making some changes and exercising and eating more nutritious food the next day. And that's sort of been the yo-yo and the roller coaster of our year. Um, We started really excited because we had some plans for expansion and growth. And we spent a lot of time looking for the perfect place where we could have a manufacturing facility and have a space for our employees and our trainees. Trainees are uh, are people who work at um, 
who do job sampling with us, but uh, are still in school. And I think we found a place that we both loved, right, Pat? Yes, it was great. It was perfect. It was close by. It was on, you know, the ground floor. It had nice light and lots of windows and really we had thought would be a perfect place for us to transition out of Pam's basement soap studio into an actual manufacturing workshop for our employees. It would have given us the opportunity to expand our, our reach of our mission, work with more schools and bring on more employees. But unfortunately we were stuck in negotiations with uh, the landlord and it looked like it wasn't going to happen. And then all of a sudden, COVID hit and we went into lockdown and we were really upset and disappointed. But as it turned out, it was really a blessing because we could not have stayed in business if we still had that lease. (laughs) If we had signed that lease, we probably would not still be in existence right now. So everything happens for a reason. And I know you say that with us all the time, but in the long run, it wasn't the right time for us. And so our hope for 2021 is that we can revisit that and find that place that will allow us to expand our mission and, you know, outstretch our, um, you know, our ability to employ many more people. Make a greater impact. make a greater impact. So that is something that we're looking forward to. And as soon as the busy holiday rush is over and hopefully now we'll enter a time where that will be possible in terms of getting out and looking for a place. Um, so that was really, even though it was a, a low for us, it ended up actually being a high. Um, so like Pat said, we had to really pivot and start working with our kids at home. Um, and at one point, we were getting a lot of orders from some of our corporate clients who were ordering soaps and distributing them to frontline healthcare workers. And we were really happy about that. That was definitely something that was special for us. So it uh, was very, very gratifying because it allowed us to continue to show appreciation to the healthcare workers. And Pat's roots are in healthcare. So it it was was really really nice. A a nice thing. I think another highlight, and it just sort of just happened that I want to shout out is that we received our first grant. Um, We applied to the KFN Making a Difference grant and Carrie Magro's nonprofit awarded uh, six grants to small businesses that hire people with disabilities. And we were one of the six and we are very proud and very appreciative to to them to um, honor us in this way and to um, enable us with some financial support to be able to keep expanding our mission. Yeah, that's really something very important right now because we are, we are lucky in that uh, the disappointment of not getting that space for us allowed us to stay in business and continue our mission. But sadly, there are a lot of organizations out there that work with people who have autism or other disabilities. And these places are going under, they're not having funding, they're not being able to deliver services. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of children and a lot of adults out there with disabilities who are really absolutely sinking right now and their families are in a desperate, desperate state because the services aren't out there or the services are not being delivered in a way that actually helps the 
individuals who have the disabilities because of the limitations. And if you're doing everything virtually, let's face it, not everybody or even not a lot of people with autism or other disabilities have those skills to be able to get a beneficial education or vocation or do great activities that are helpful or meaningful. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a really important point. I mean, look, virtual learning is difficult for everyone. You know, I was talking to my sister, my nephew's 10 years old, getting a 10 year old to sit and, you know, work virtually independently is hard, but I don't know if the general public understands that virtual learning for the special needs community, especially uh, kids like ours who are pretty severely impacted. What that means is that we are sitting next to them doing virtual learning for the entire day. So it's not as though I can sit John in front of the computer and say, okay, John, you're going to do virtual learning. And although his teachers and trainers are amazing, he cannot do it unsupported. And so really I become or need to become a teacher as well. And, you know, when you do that every day for weeks at a time, it is really taxing and it's physically exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. And it's hard because these kinds of transitions for individuals with autism are really, really difficult. They don't really understand why they can't go back to school. They don't like working in front of a computer for long periods of time. At least my son doesn't. And so, um, you know, again, having to become creative, having to use different reward systems, having to think about things that will be motivating to be able to keep doing that on a daily, weekly, monthly basis is something that, um, you know, I want the community at large to understand and to support those special needs families because it is extremely difficult. And that's definitely been a low light in uh, this whole COVID situation. And I think also um, I have so much empathy for other families out there who are really, really struggling and um, not saying that I have not struggled and I haven't seen Pat struggle with it. We have it's been heartbreaking because our kids have gone backwards. Um, it's been heartbreaking to see all of the things that brought them joy not being available. And I know that's the same for everybody. But also, um, Pat, I'm an educator. Um, Pat has done a lot of coursework for her uh her uh, BCBA. And we actually have a lot of the skills that help us. And there are a lot of parents out there who are wonderful, incredible parents, but who don't have an education background. And here you are becoming an educator. And that is hard for everybody, but throw autism into the mix. And it really, really becomes next to impossible. And you hear stories of people who are absolutely drowning in this. And mm -hmm. it's hard and it's heartbreaking. Um, and we, we know that you're there and we, we see you, we, we feel it. And, um, you know, we're always available emailing yes. us, Pam at belovedbath.com or Pat at belovedbath.com, um, yes. just to, to help. Yeah. No, you're not alone. Know that we are here to support you and that all of us in different variations and degrees are, you know, trying to cope with this as best we can. Something that has been shocking to me also is to um, to see and feel how low on the priority list people with disabilities are. Um, I feel like a lot of the times uh, all of the policies are being made and they're being made for typical students, um, but not for the people with disabilities. And it's really, really 
challenging um, and hard as a parent uh, to see that. So hopefully something that can come out of this when we're when we're sort of through the storm is as a community to take a look and see what we need um, in order to feel like our kids mm-hmm. are a priority or at least on equal footing with everyone else in terms of being being important and a priority in the community, in the school system, everywhere. So um, I guess it's been survival mode, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I guess I'm always a very big warrior. And uh, my other son had COVID when he was at college. And um, I guess I just said, like, he's not dying from this, thank God. And that sort of became my bar of, you know, if I'm going to worry about it. So I think that that is actually something uh, good, a highlight, if you will, that came out of this Um it sort of reordered the priorities and the worries. And instead of worrying about the little small details, those aren't even a part of the daily considerations anymore. Everything's become much more big picture, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. for me. Yeah. And I think the other highlight to sort of absorb in all of this craziness is to remember that this is bringing families together. Um, you know, I have 23-year-old twins who most likely at this point, if it were not for COVID, would not both be in the house. And, you know, there is some real positive blessing to having, you know, the whole family together during this time. As crazy making as as it can be. That's like the food roller coaster. (laughs) That's the blueberries and yogurt piece of it. The Cheetos and ice cream definitely comes. But, you know, net net, I think it's, yeah. It's been great to have kids around. You know, I think more than anything is that now as they get older, they understand what the deficits look like with having a younger brother with autism and that, you know, the kind of responsibility that goes along with that and that, you know, let's face it, we're not going to be here one day. And so that responsibility, or at least some part of that responsibility, it's going to be on the siblings' shoulders. And I think that lots of families like ours don't like to think about that, especially when they're younger. And they themselves don't like to think about that. But when you're living it and you're seeing it and you're recognizing it, you can't help but understand and know that this is a part of your life forever. And, that, and they're adults now, they're whereas adults. when they went to college, right. they were they were teens Absolutely. and now they're men yeah. and yeah. now they really can see. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think that perspective is actually so helpful for them in terms of looking forward for the future. So that definitely has been something yeah. that's been really I think, you know, one of the highlights has been that is that, you know, they see me doing virtual learning so many hours in a day and they, you know, actually both of them independently came up to me and said, you know what, maybe we'll take a night or we'll take a turn where we will take a few hours so that you can get your Christmas shopping done or you can, you know, get some wrapping done. And so that really, that's been, I think, a huge benefit to having this whole family connection that wouldn't have happened if they were not home and living their lives like they would have been if COVID had not struck. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I've been noticing on social media, a lot of autism families are sharing the struggles. And um, I was thinking that maybe it would be nice if we made a a beloved bath group for people who are autism families to share Mm -hmm. and 
uh, brainstorm and help. And I think that would be something that would be great for the upcoming year. You know, both of us feel like we would love to be able to give back in a way like that, because it just seems like when the chips are down, like, you know, you're dealing with all these things, something will come at you to just, you know, I mean, we're both personally going through some stuff. Like, so for example, my son has had the same transportation company for the last 10 years. They decided now during COVID that this is the time to pull that and uh, go with a cheaper bid, which is very upsetting. And how does a family fight with that? And what is the best route for that? And, you know, when you're looking for changing programs or you're looking to change, you know, um, home therapists or, you know, you're having new struggles because your child is now hitting puberty. Like these are all places where we need to have a social network to be able to help each other and to be able to continue to advocate for our children in the way they need us to. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, we've talked about this in past, uh, past episodes that you feel like whatever you're going through, you're so alone and it's so unique to you. So this podcast, uh, when it makes it to you, is going to be edited by our incredible Frank Scafidi, who has been certainly a highlight of our year. Shout out, Frank. Yay, Frank. <laughs> um, but what you're not going to hear is the dog in the background, the doorbell, the people fighting and yelling and arguing. Um, so it just kind of speaks to one, the crazy of the year, but also the, you know, everyone puts out their best, uh, you know, their best foot, their best face, but there's always stuff behind the scenes. And I think especially for our community, you know, there's a part of me that always wants to put out there that I'm handling it. Um, but there's definitely the part where it's really hard to handle it. And this year has definitely pushed up upon that so much more uh, than ever before. Um, you know, I always say when um, when school says, can we use pictures of Justin or videos of Justin and promotional materials? And I always say, like, I don't want the... Um, the fat before picture, you know, like the kid on the ground with a tantrum, I want to show the good. And um, I think that that's, maybe there have been some cracks in that this year where people are really sort of bearing their souls in terms of how, how challenging it has been for our community. I guess we should probably end by just sort of rattling off some of the highlights that we've had with, um, with beloved bath and, um, with our employees, because I think it's been really great. I mean, I know certainly a highlight for us was um, welcoming Kelly back um, and seeing her show up with her good vibes mask, which was just absolutely incredible to one, to see her after not seeing her for weeks. Um, And then just to the spirit of her and she sort of embodies what we feel um, energetically. So that was really a definite highlight. Another highlight is uh, the number of wholesale stores that have added Beloved Bath. Uh, This year has been big one for wholesales. We are now out in Texas. We're in a few different places in Massachusetts. We are um, in uh, Texas. Uh, There's just so many 
we're in California. I mean, just so many. Yeah, people. we're getting 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 a lot of people inquiring. And what's extra gratifying is they're inquiring because of the mission. Yes. And staying because of the products. Yes. And you can't ask for more than that. We always, Pat and I always say that we want people to take a look and hear about our mission. But that's a one sale. Yeah. It's the yeah. coming back yeah. is what really right. uh, means so much to us. I think the other thing I really want to highlight is those loyal customers. We've had a bunch of customers who are ongoing orders for the last year, but now are making it their mission of sending all of their holiday gifts through Beloved Bath yeah. with personal notes to their friends and to their families and um, that's just such a nice, nice thing to see because not only are they loving the products, but they love them enough and love the mission enough to want to share it with their friends, with their corporations, with their work buddies. And so to all of you, you know who you are. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And thanks to the new people who just found out of, about us and their sampling yeah. and seeing what we have because we've, we've had a bunch of new customers. Um, and I have to also. say probably the first year or two here, every customer we knew, it was a friend <laughs> or a friend or a family member or, and now <clears throat> to look at the uh, orders that are coming in and seeing them going everywhere from Tennessee to Illinois to Missouri. It's like, where are these people hearing about us? Yeah, and so, so we're happy about it's that. very exciting to see that kind of growth and spread within our, um, our small company who is now sort of, I feel like, shedding its, uh, you know, its wings and becoming really a much bigger entity. And so, you know, the next steps of being able to find a place and be able to, um, you know, enable many more people to be employed. Yeah, we have people in the queue who are interested. Yes. And um, business-wise, we certainly can bring them on. It's just the, you know, the, the dreaded space. COVID yes, and yes. the lack of space right now. Mm -hmm. Um and we're hoping that our schools get back in session so they can continue the work. Um, you know, another highlight for me, it sort of comes out of a low light. And, um, you know, the low light being the grim landscape for our kids and just how hard it's been. But it sort of lit a fire under me and I know under Pat, too, in terms of really not only taking this business as far as we can take it and growing it, but in looking for other um, opportunities and in helping other people and offering ourselves out there to people who may want to have a similar uh, mission. Um, and we've started to connect with some other companies like ours, which has been great. We did um, a giveaway recently. Uh, there was Rising Above Bakery, um, Ethan and the Bean, Limitless Cafe. These are all small businesses that during COVID, when everyone was sort of um, assessing what's going on, we connected with them and amplified what we're doing because we're doing it with others. So mm -hmm. that has definitely come out of this situation, but it's certainly been a highlight. For sure. I think partnerships with like Because Minded and Declan companies, both of them out West, um, they have created uh, holiday boxes uh, that share the same mission. So it's uh, different products made um, by causes just like ours. And so it's just it's it's lovely to see that we can partner with other um other employers who see this mission as important and who want to 
um, connect and do things together. And I think that that's another huge highlight for 2020 is that there is, you know, a mission out there besides ours to be able to um, embrace this community in a way that it has not been because the unemployment rates of, you know, 90% for this kind of community is unacceptable. And so the more businesses like this who can open their doors and employ individuals with autism, the better equipped as a society and the less expensive it's going to cost us to be able to do this and not to mention the joy and the uh, meaningful uh, work that the individuals who are working in that, you know, industry are. We just had... Um, a couple of twins come down and interview us for a school project in college, and uh, they drove over two hours from Pennsylvania to come do uh, a story on Beloved Bath and to interview some of our employees for a school project because they were so touched by the mission. And, you know, one of the things they wrote back to say was, one, how much they loved our products, but two, can we think about doing, you know, small satellites, you know, across the United States mm, because about, they would yeah. love to have one in Pennsylvania oh, for, nice. yeah. you know, the people that they know. And, and so, you know, again, there's growth opportunities. There's lots of different visions. And the fact that people are opening up their hearts and opening up their doors to look at something like this is just something that's a huge highlight for 2020, you know, a big light upon the darkness. For sure. And I think also, that our customers or consumers in general, their mindset has shifted to really wanting to one support a small business, small business in general, but also um, to look for mission-based products like ours. So that has also been really great. So net net, I'm gonna call 2020 a win overall, um, and hoping that 2021 can build upon the great things of 2020 and that the struggles will become less and that the struggles will also serve as reminders and, um, and help us make a blueprint so that we can move forward in a way that's more inclusive for people with disabilities, um, just in general. Absolutely. So we always end with a giveaway. And of course, we're so busy and crazed, we haven't even thought of anything to, uh, to give away or a discount. But how about um, if you email pat at belovedbath.com and share your highlight of 2020 with her um, in your next order, we're going to send you uh, a coupon for your next order. I'm sorry. We will send you a coupon. So share your highlight, email it to us, and we're going to email you a coupon for your next order. Sounds great. Don't forget to email your highlight at pat at belovedbath.com. Wishing you a very happy holiday with your families. And we are so looking forward to 2021 together. Thank you. Thanks.